Welcome to Floss Bites. So we got invited to this rooftop party, which is really cool. It's a dinner. It's an exclusive dinner party where they have like cocktails and then they give you a tour. It's all farm to table, but they cook everything on the roof and we're super excited to get the invite. But then we were thinking, okay, well, can we go? Because it's on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. So we looked at the schedule. It's kind of spotty. There's no patient emergencies. So we said, you know what? Screw it. Let's close. Let's go to this thing. It's kind of indulgent, kind of luxurious, kind of maybe lazy too, but you know what? We deserve it. And we realized the practice really enables us to do this. And she definitely couldn't have done this when she was an associate because she would have lost out on the money. They probably wouldn't have allowed her to just take the day off. Uh, so it's it's a pretty awesome thing that the practice allows us to do and, and, and we're super excited to go to this dinner. Um, but it actually relates pretty well because I was just pulling some metrics from uh, an ownership assessment survey I have on the Practice Blueprint website. And so I pulled up the stats for the last month and I'll put them on the screen. You can see that uh, one of the first questions that I ask is, what are the reasons that you actually want to get into practice ownership? And you can see here, far and away, autonomy is the number one reason. And autonomy is, is a funny word because it's like, I think it means a lot of different things to different people. I think traditionally, when you think of autonomy, when you when it comes to ownership, or specifically for owning your own dental practice, it's around you know how you take care of your patients and what kind of treatment you do, how aggressive or conservative you are. At Ragini's old practice, and I've mentioned this in the past, um, when she worked as an associate at a large group practice, they were really pushing her to be more aggressive, and that just wasn't her style. She was more conservative. She liked to see where things were going. Let's let's watch it and and see, and then we can we can always do things later. And that wasn't good enough for them. They always wanted to push her to do more. And that was just outside her comfort zone. And so that was a, that was a tough spot for her. In addition, you know, vacation was, was, was an issue. You know, you could take a certain number of days off before they start saying, you know, we're going to hire somebody else to replace you. But the other second thing I, I think of when, with autonomy when it comes to running your own business or your own dental practice is about how you manage the staff, how you operate. What's your culture? Do you mentor your staff? You know, you may not like mentoring, you might like mentoring, but that's definitely one of the aspects you have to do when you have your own, when you have your own staff and your own practice. So that's like a second thing. But I think that what's really missing and what's left out from, from, from autonomy, from the definition of autonomy, is this idea of prioritizing yourself. And that sounds crazy because when you think of entrepreneurship or running your own business, prioritizing yourself seems directly at odds with that. Right? Normally, you kill yourself to run your own business. You hear about all these entrepreneurs who are just running ragged to keep things alive or to be really successful. And certainly, that can be the case at times. But what we have found generally is that when you own your own practice, it allows you to give back to yourself. And you're able to prioritize yourself, focus on yourself, indulge in yourself. And I think this, this dinner that we're going to is an, is an exact example of that. What's, what's cool is that it's, it's not always about production and cash flow and making sure, um, you know, the practice is running well. Obviously, those are all givens. I mean, you don't even need to talk about that. But once you've been running a practice for a short period of time, these things are second nature. Your muscle memory takes over. And when you know the practice is doing well, you can start indulging back in yourself. It gives back to you. And I think that if you don't take advantage of that, that's sad because, like, you know, the practice can sustain itself and you just have to figure out the ways to do that. So we're excited about this dinner because it really is giving us time to focus on ourselves, spend some time together, spend some time with our friends, have this 
really cool event to go to uh, and and take something from the practice, which is giving us our autonomy back. So when you think of autonomy and you're thinking about practice ownership, factor that in as well. It's not just about how you run your practice, not just about how you manage your staff and how you have the ability to uh, control things uh, and control your own business, but it's also about what you can give back to yourself. Hope that was helpful. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care.